Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday, September the 13th. Our reading this morning is very familiar. Perhaps it's too familiar. Uh, it's like the, uh, the nut and the bolt in which the nut has become threadbare and it no longer grips. It just kind of slides in and out easily, too easily to be of any value. And so we have to discard it and get another. And the reading is the familiar story, particular only to the Gospel of St. Luke. It is the story of the Good Samaritan. Now, whenever we talk about the Good Samaritan, we always talk about the people involved, the Samaritan, the robbers, the guy on the side of the road, and so on. And we draw various lessons from it. What I'd like to ask you to do this morning is to spend just a few moments, uh, not with the people, but with a place that after the Samaritan approaches the man who has been mugged and is laying on the side of the road, half dead, if not more than that, uh, he pours oil and wine in his wounds, dresses them, and he takes care of them because he is moved with pity. He hoist the man on his own beast and brought him to an inn where he cared for him. He brought him to the inn. And the inn is uh, a very important place, an inn. An inn is a place of comfort, of rest. It denotes a sense of safety and security. Uh, we know there's a, there's a uh, chain of... Uh, of motels and hotels along the highways all across America and really around the world. The Holiday Inn, a uh, wonderful movie, all the great songs of Irving Berlin with Bing Crosby and all the great stars that uh, appeared uh, in that particular movie. The Irving Berlin songs were just magnificent. And in many ways, a kind of companion to White Christmas, also Irving Berlin and Bing Crosby, and again, the familiar cast. Uh, Dean Jagger played the, uh, the general who was retired, and all the men come back. It's beautiful, two beautiful stories that uh, we could certainly learn a great deal from and appreciate more and more as the decades and decades have gone by. But there is an inn, and that inn becomes an important place. It's a place of renewal. It's a place of uh, remembering. It's a place of appreciation. And so if you've been traveling a great deal with a family vacation or just uh, going in between perhaps business calls, uh, we look for a holiday inn. At least that's what many Americans used to do. And so this man is brought to an inn, uh, the one who was mugged. And the inn, though, is also a symbol and a representation. It's a representation of the church. The inn is the church. 
And the church is that place, that sacrament, that physical, historical presence of God in the midst of a wounded and mugged world that receives those who have been wounded, those who have been mugged, those who have fallen into the wrong company by accident or by choice, and they need their wounds uh, bound, cared for, healed. It's where they need to rest and recover and be regenerated. And so that's really the mission of the church. The mission of the church is to be the inn who receives the wounded spiritually and physically. And really that has been an essential part of the mission of the church. Preaching the gospel, but living the gospel. And it does so through the corporal works of mercy. We think of the many hospitals, schools, orphanages, uh, various ministries that the church offers to uh, battered families, to those who are ill, the many ministries done by the various sisters and brothers, priests, and dedicated lay people, lay, lay members of religious communities who continue the work of loving and caring for those who need uh, care, not simply physically, but also spiritually, offering consolation and guidance, offering the sacraments, the Eucharist, sacrament of penance, and all of those things that people need, counsel to the wayward. Many ministries are devoted to homeless people, to young people who have lost their way to the elderly, who often feel that life has passed them by along with their loved ones. And yet the church is there. The church is in the midst of wounded humanity. The church is called to be that place where those who need their wounds bind, cared for, ministered to, that they can come a beautiful picture of Jesus with his arms wide open, very reminiscent of Jesus on the cross. And Jesus on that wonderful picture, that wonderful statue, that monument uh, in Brazil, the wide open arms of Christ. Christ on the cross and Christ of the resurrection with arms wide open. And that beautiful song, with arms wide open, he'll pardon you. It is no secret what God can do. And the church is called to be in the midst of suffering humanity. Where, where are people hurting? The church must be there. Where are people lost and confused? The church must be there. Where are people whose lives have hit a dead end? have even perhaps run off the road, the church must be there. And it reminds us of our own vocation, doesn't it? Because the people are the church. The people are the church. 
Yes. Wounded ourselves, hurt ourselves, often at times running off the road called sin. And yet the church is there with arms wide open to pardon us, to administer God's sacraments, God's grace, the pouring in to our souls and into our hearts, that which we need to recover, to rest, and to redirect our lives. And so if we think of the church as the inn, and each and every one of us is an innkeeper, we share in the work of the inn. It's part of our everyday lives. It's a beautiful vocation, a beautiful calling. May not be as dramatic as someone being brought in after having been mugged in the street or on the road. But those who are mugged simply by the living of life for various reasons, some bad choices, some by circumstance, that happens. But there is a place, there is a presence where the wounded and the hurt can go. It is the church. It is to us, as members of the body of Christ on earth, the church. And so today we pray. We lift up our whole being for the great grace that God has left us with the church. We pray for the strengthening of the church, the open the opening even wider of arms outstretched. Come to me, all you who are labored and heavy burdened, all you who are filled with guilt, those of you who have been mugged by life, those of you who are in mourning and weeping, those of you who have traveled a far way from the Lord's house, will come to the inn, come to the church, with arms wide open. The church will administer God's healing and God's mercy, God's refreshment, so that we can continue the journey, the daily journey toward the Lord and our true and lasting place of rest. For in the Lord's house there are many mansions. Jesus says, if it were not so, I would not have told you but I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus goes ahead to prepare the mansion for our final rest, our final unity and oneness with God, the goal of our life. And so today, let's pray for those who minister in the various inns of Almighty God on earth. Let us be active, caring members of the inn of God's compassion and love. For each of us at one time or another will find ourselves as occupants of God's inn on earth so that we may indeed be with God in heaven, in one of the mansions that Jesus has prepared for us. God bless you.